0: Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 278. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about a topic that comes up quite frequently in the photography community, and that is to watermark or not to watermark. That is the question. But first, I wanted to give you all an update on my wife, Tina, and her chemotherapy treatments for her acute leukemia. And uh, as uh, you may or may not know, because I have been posting some shorts and reels on Instagram and YouTube about her uh, progress and how things were going, she had to go back into the hospital last Wednesday to start her second 28-day session of infusion chemotherapy. And she was supposed to have gotten out Saturday, but because I was transitioning from a contractor to permanent full-time with my new employer, um, there was a bit of a lapse in the insurance. And the company that does the home infusion therapy didn't get the submission to Cigna in time under the new policy to get it approved, to get her out on Saturday. So I had to go through a bunch of red tape and we finally got her released on Tuesday of this week. And she is home finishing the remainder of her 28 day cycle here at our house. So she's much happier now that she's back to the house. I wanted to thank all of my listeners again for your thoughts and your prayers and your best wishes that she have a speedy recovery. We do appreciate it very Very much. Okay, so on to the topic of watermarking. Now, this is an extremely polarizing topic in photography, with some saying you should always watermark your images and others saying you should never watermark your images as it detracts from the actual image. So in today's episode, I wanted to cover some of the reasons both for and against watermarking your photos. Now, if you look in the show notes, I shared once again one of the images from my friend Brett Bergram. He's been on the show before, and it was one of the images he shared in a previous episode. And I reused it for this episode because he does have a watermark at the bottom of this beautiful aerial landscape view that he took on one of his trips. And so it'll give you an idea of what I'm talking about when I say a watermark. So what is a watermark? Well, it's generally a small text or graphics logo representing you as a photographer or your photography business. And it's overlaid on top of your images using opacity so that it is semi-transparent. Now, most photographers that do use a watermark put them in one of the bottom corners of their images, and they usually include a copyright and logo and the year the the image was made. So an example would be like Liam Photography Copyright 2022. Now, the reason many photographers do like to use watermarks on their images is to try to prevent image theft. Although it's questionable whether or not that actually deters theft, since most of the time, if someone does want to steal your images, they will just crop out the watermark or use Photoshop's content aware tool to remove it in that fashion. So if you use a watermark that goes all the way across the center of the image, then you're fairly certain to prevent theft, as that kind of watermark would be nearly impossible to get rid of. But it also detracts from the beauty of the image itself. It's kind of like uh, a large blemish. Imagine the horror of getting ready to go to your prom or a wedding. And on the morning of that big event, a large pimple breaks out on the end of your nose kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about now, because that large mar- watermark is too intrusive to the image. It will hurt its viewability on the web. So it's kind it kind of defeats the purpose of sharing the images online to begin with. Now, including a watermark in your images can make it easier to claim for damages if someone does steal your images and use them without permission. But this does vary from country to country as well. So keep that in mind. Now, for example, in the United States, if you watermark your image and someone steals it and removes your watermark, it proves that the copyright infringement was intentional. And this allows you to claim up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars per, per offense in damages. Now, another reason that photographers might want to use watermarks is a way to market themselves to prospective clients by using a watermark. It makes it easy For the viewer to see who made the image and easier for them to reach out to you for their photography needs. And of course, most businesses brand all their products, such as clothing or sneaker makers or makers of electronics. They always splash their name all over their products. So why shouldn't you do the same? And if your watermark images are used without your permission, you're still getting some free advertising from the use as everyone will see who made the image anyways? Even though the point is somewhat debatable, a nice, elegant watermark can really boost your brand by making your work look even more professional. So if you do choose to watermark your images, it might be a good idea to pay a graphic designer to make you a really professional-looking one that will make your images stand out. Now, generally, if you do go this route, and it's what I highly recommend, you could come up with, with the help of a graphic designer, come up with a logo for your business, you know, whatever your logo brand is going to be, and then have them make a variant of that that you can use as a watermark. And it'll just make everything look more nice and professional. And there's a never certainly nothing wrong with that. So consider that a poorly designed watermark can make your work look much less professional and it can hurt your brand and your business by making you look more amateur. And I'm going to take a short break right here and then I'll be right back. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Liam Photography Podcast. The best way to support the show is to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. If you want to leave comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can call or text the show at area code 470-294-8191. And you can email the show at liam at com. You can find the show notes and links at com, And you can tweet the show at liamphotoatl using the hashtag Hashtag Liam Photo Podcast. And now back to the show. And we're back. Okay, so in a way, a watermark is very similar to a painter signing one of their paintings when they complete it. But remember that although an art collector prefers signed art as it increases its value, most people do not want signed photographs as it takes away from their beauty and value And they will not be very happy if you attach your watermark to final images that they paid good money for. Now, one aspect that may help you decide whether or not to watermark is your style of photography that you do. Watermarks are common in portraits and usually placed in the out of focus bokeh area. But remember that that also makes them easier to remove. With an image like a landscape where everything is in sharp focus and detail, a watermark is going to cover up some of that detail and take away from the overall image. Portrait photographers often find that a watermark makes their, uh, brand, gives them brand recognition because if a client shares your images amongst their friends and family, then all of those prospective clients will see their brand and know who to contact when they have photography service needs themselves. With landscapes, on the other hand, they're generally sold as large prints. And when sharing them online, it's kind of pointless to watermark them as the compressed version of the image online is not going to translate into a big, beautiful print that can be hung on someone's wall. So it kind of defeats the purpose to waste your time putting a watermark on it. Now, additionally, keep in mind that adding a watermark into your images is an additional step in your post-processing workflow. And although some programs like Lightroom can make it fairly easy, most photography editors do not. So you are also creating more work for yourself. The placement might not be optimal from one image to the next. So oftentimes you have to spend additional time repositioning the watermark to make it look right between landscape orientation and portrait orientation images. When it comes to creating and applying a watermark to your images, there are many tutorials online that you can find. And most likely, there are a few for the preferred photo editor that you use, so you shouldn't have too much trouble finding one out there. But in the end, let me leave you with this final thought. There is no right or wrong when it comes to watermarking your photographs. There are good reasons both for and against it. But let me leave you with this final thought. If you do watermark your images, try to use a watermark that is professional and elegant, one that will promote your brand as a professional photographer. And at least you will help boost your overall business. The last thing you need is a poorly executed watermark that's going to hurt your business. So keep that in mind. to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at Liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Liam ATL. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com of Georgia.com and forgotten pieces of All right, that's going to wrap episode 278 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcasts. Also wanted to remind you to stop by the Liam Photography YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, watch the videos, comment on them, like them, share them out on social media. Hit the little bell icon so you can be notified when new content drops. And I also wanted to remind you, don't forget to enter the current contest for the Go Groove camera backpack giveaway that ends in 5 days, so make sure you get your entries in now for your chance to win that. Now, I know today's episode was a little bit short, uh just with all the stuff going on with getting Tina home from the hospital and getting her settled back here at the house, so I do apologize, but next week for episode 280 is going to be a bit of a longer episode because we're going to tackle the complex subject of white balance and what it means to your photography how to use white balance properly depending on the conditions you're photographing in all right i will see you all again on sunday